Hello, listeners. You are listening to Strong Body, Strong Soul. I am Maria. Today is Saturday, June 2nd. And yesterday, I forgot to read my Louise Hay calendar that's on my kitchen counter. I don't always read it here on my show, but I want to share with you the greeting that came with the calendar for the month, the entire month of June this applies to. I have learned that fear is a waste of time. I am not my fears. It is safe for me to live without guarding and defending myself all of the time. In fact, the more I am willing to love and trust who I am, the more I attract those qualities to me. This month, I open my heart and let love in and watch it dissolve any fears like magic. I love this one. And I am standing outside right now. The sun just rose. Can you hear the birds? (laughs) Can you hear my dog? And I want to read you the quote that actually is for today. I bring a ray of sunshine wherever I go. I am a joy and a delight to be with. I love that too. I'll be right back. So one of my biggest fears throughout my lifetime has been that people would find out that I wasn't perfect. That I wasn't perfect. I think all of us have some bit of that same fear. But it can be traumatizing sometimes. Speaking of the word trauma. I went to the Pink concert last night. The entire tour and her newest album is called Beautiful Trauma. And we can all get past our own trauma in our lives. We can embrace the fact that being imperfect makes us perfect. (laughs) That's right. Here's a little clip from the show last night, by the way. Why do I do that? 
just love that song. And the whole concert was awesome. Here is a clip, by the way, of a video that I took. Here is a YouTube link if you'd like to see her. <laughs> Singing a whole entire song here. <laughs> Enjoy. So trauma in our lives shapes who we are. And on this supportive Saturday, I want to go ahead and I'm going to publish a call, a conference, an interview that I had with Grateful and Company several weeks ago now. The entire week, the theme was teen suicide and depression. So for this supportive Saturday, and as I reflect on the concert last night and beautiful trauma, I want to share this interview with you guys. company this is how are you i am so great it is so nice to meet you no it likewise thank you so much for having me it's so nice to meet you as well now what is your name let's start off with that (laughs) yeah my name is grateful and company now my name is caroline actually and i'm the owner of grateful and company fantastic hi i'm maria i am so so glad i found you Yes, it was wonderful being connected. I, I, uh, it, it's always so nice meeting somebody that's you know just as passionate um, about being better. You know, yes. Uh, so it, it definitely a worthwhile connection that I'm so glad to have now. Yes, that is perfect. Now I notice you're on anchor. Obviously, you have your grateful and company station out here, but you you don't have any episodes yet. So you're new to the platform. I am super new to Anchor. Yes. <laughs> Yay! I'm so glad to meet you. Um, now, let me just explain for the listeners, because they're here on my station. I called you. So this call is going to be published on Strong Body, Strong Soul. Love it. I am Maria. And I have been on occasion, I try and do small interviews with people to help get them some exposure out here in the world. And the other day, let me explain to the, to the listeners how we found each other. I, this week, my theme has been about teen depression and suicide. And I posted on Instagram and Emma Rias, a friend out here that's on anchor as well. And he's a YouTuber mostly, but he connected Caroline and I from the um, grateful and company company or group. (laughs) Tell me about your group. What is your company? Yes. So first of all, Emmarius is wonderful. Um, He actually, oddly enough, is uh, the producer for my company. So he is, he he is doing a, no, well, Emmarius is YouTube for him and he is blowing it up out there and doing an amazing job. And we're connected because he produces my videos. I just loved his work. And I was like, nice in my life. Um, Nice. 
very cool, right? We're friends and he's great. Um, but so yeah, let me talk about Grateful and Company for a second. So yes. Um, so Grateful and Company is my business and um I'm really, really passionate about physical gratitude and the connection between that and mental health mm-hmm. and how and acknowledging the value in the people around you and recognizing your self-worth and kind of doing both of these things through physical appreciation is good for you. And, and diving into that and really, um, I guess, really experiencing that um, for the betterment of your body, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I launched Grateful and Company and I was like, how can I empower people to be grateful? So I, we do gratitude cards and we do fun apparel and uh, just a bunch of cool stuff that you can buy online um, that serve as vessels of gratitude with the intention, though, of ending suicide on college campuses. Um, When I learned about the connection between being physically grateful and that connection to lowering levels of depression, I was like, I have to run with this. You know, there's something meaningful and impactful here. And um, being a college student, I graduate here in about two weeks, which is super exciting. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it has been a ride for sure. I'm so glad to be done, but it's it's been um, an amazing experience for sure. But I, you know, I was like, why don't I just start with where I am? Um, I lost... I lost my dad to suicide about 12 years ago and I lost a friend while in college last summer and I was like enough is enough like let's end the stigma let's do something about suicide here and let's do it in a positive way by acknowledging the good in our life yeah so I launched grateful and company so that's what we do and our bottom line goes to improving mental health resources for college students wonderful wonderful we need it so bad um and I have to tell you, Caroline, when I, I think I, I I've been, t- of course, suicide is a topic there. It's happening all over the place. And my kids are, are ages 13 and 15. So mm-hmm. every year there are several attempts and successes and stuff like that. They're, they're, right. they're, they're aware of it. But That's just right. yesterday when I was mentioning you, in fact, grateful and company about preventing college campus suicide incidents they were so surprised because in their minds it's a teen issue to them means mm-hmm. middle school and high school and they never thought about it in terms of college level and right. so it's so important it spurred a conversation for me in my own house about, you know, if you're 13 years old and something bad happens to you and you don't do anything about it, by the time you're 22, you may do something about it. So it's so yeah. important to address it early, but it happens. It doesn't mean people in college are not out of the woods by any means. Right. Right. And so no, it's, it's fascinating. Actually, you know, it, it's so surprising because... You know, I went through a personal experience with suicide as a very, I was very young. I was nine. And now, you know, going through that and, and um, not necessarily dealing with it as a child personally, but, but having somebody very close to me dealing with it, right? My father committing suicide. Mm-hmm. It really provided an interesting perspective of, okay, I'm growing up 
through this tragedy almost it's not a definition of who I am but it's a part of my story yes and it's become very relevant and now being in college I and really trying to figure out you know mental health the negativities associated with depression and and not being okay that doesn't disappear when you you know move out of your parents house Mm. or you know become quote unquote an adult and so I did a bunch of research on it and actually you know it's heartbreaking actually one in 12 college students right now have a suicide plan in place and if you just take one university for example and kind of quantify that out just at the University of Houston alone, which is where I'm graduating from, go Cougs, um, we, that's approximately 3,500 students right now who have a suicide plan. Like, wow, that's, it's shocking, yes. you know? Like, those are real numbers. Those are real students. It's a real problem. Yes. Yes, that is. Oh, well, God bless you for doing something about it. It's amazing because, I was just talking this morning on my podcast about how things happen for a reason in Mm -hmm. perfect timing, the perfect thing. And the word perfect isn't always what we think. You, even that tragedy of your dad has made you who you are today. And you are helping people because of that tragedy. Everything You're happens so for a reason. Uh, it's people are, uh, sadly enough, people are benefiting. People, you are doing amazing work in the world. You're so kind. I, you know, it's so this time last year, I, I gave a talk, um, kind of a, it was kind of a TED talk, but not really a TED talk. It was a version of a TED talk um, at the University of Houston mm-hmm. about um, gratitude and the connection between mental health. And it's funny that you say that because one of the last words that I, I offered to the audience was, you know, it is, I never would wish on anybody to go through experiencing losing a loved one or a friend or even an acquaintance to mm-hmm. suicide. It's, you know, it's not something you ever want to go through, but I'm so grateful for, yes, I'm so grateful for being able to experience that. Now I wish, you know, obviously that my dad was still here, but I'm grateful that it was me that got to experience that because it, it has become, it has become something tangible. You know, there's action behind that tragedy now. And, and I, I remember very vividly saying to the audience, um, and I hadn't remembered up until this point. So thank you for your kindness. But I said, I, I wish, or my hope would be, even if my dad was still alive, that I would be on this stage and he would be in the audience listening tonight. Because it shouldn't take a tragedy for us to realize that we have a problem. Um, you know, it shouldn't take losing somebody to this to realize that we have to acknowledge worth in people. Yeah. We have to share our love with people. We have to tell them you're awesome and I see you and I value you. Yes. You know, um, but because of what I went through, it, it definitely serves as fuel for sure. Yes. Yes. Well, fewer people will have to experience the same thing. Even if it's by one that you've touched, somebody will benefit from what you're doing. It doesn't That's even matter how many, it doesn't even matter how many. Your efforts are so valuable, 
are so valuable. And um, it's, it's, yeah, that whole shift, that is the shift that needs to happen to get through any kind of grief or tragedy mm-hmm. is the shift into gratitude as, as difficult it is, as it is to understand you don't know that until you actually go through it. Right. And by you sharing that, you're giving people that perspective and they can hear it from a real person. Because oftentimes when people are going through tragedy, you know, of course, no one would ever say, you know, oh, you'll get over it or stuff like that. Right. But in the back of their minds, they're like thinking, you know, what could possibly be good about this situation? And hearing from people like you gives them hope. Your words are so kind. And I'm so grateful for people like you who provide platforms for people really, you know, for storytellers to come and share, um, you know, their passion and and what they love and um, how they're trying to be better and help others be better. So I I really do appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yes, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. And just like you were saying about putting gratitude into a physical form, making it tangible, all that great stuff. Somebody I was talking to the other day, we were talking about, you know, how physical exercise will raise your endorphins and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Concentrating on the positive actions that you can take to improve your life, improve your mental awareness, your mental health, your spiritual, emotional balance and well-being. People often are just talking about the downside after it already happened or whose fault it is, all that kind of stuff. They're not concentrating on the things to do in order to boost the levels of, of happiness and joy and all that great stuff that you were talking about. I think it's such a great thing what you are doing. It really is. It really is. It's amazing. And, um, and the other aspect of it too, is we just, so many people get focused on their vision of who they are, their preconceived ideas of who they are. And yesterday I was talking on my podcast about listening to other people when they say kind things to you, listen to them. Yeah. They are telling the truth. They're and oftentimes we turn a blind eye to the good stuff. Yep. And it's so important to listen to the people around you. Um, and there's a, there's a fine line about, you know, not behaving in a way to seek approval all the time and stuff like that. Sure. There's, there's right. that side of the psyche also that gets nervous about appearing too confident. Almost. Yes. I, I was just on a call with uh, my friend, Matt, who's, he's with a station out here too, by the way, called Greatness Every Day. He used to be called Gratitude Every Day, and he just changed the name to Greatness Every Day. But he was just telling me he felt kind of odd about it because he didn't want people to think that he was saying that he himself was great. And I'm like, but that's okay. Yeah, no, that's okay. You can you can know you're great. That is yes. a powerful truth that you should know. Yes. 
Yes, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with um, admitting your greatness, but also um, his station name. Also, his whole plan is to encourage other people to find their own greatness. It really is love other people. But the part of him that was holding him back was the fear that people would think that he was talking about himself. And it's so <laughs> funny how we do that to ourselves. It is. That is so funny. <laughs> But um, yeah, and so many people, I mean, the whole saying about, you know, what, what makes us the most afraid is the fear of success. Sometimes it's that fear of greatness, of Mm -hmm. that we are supposed to be special, we are special. And to embrace that and run with it is such a, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But um, it yes, is for so. sure. And I, I, I think it's, you know, one of the things that I always say whenever I'm um, kind of, I guess, leading a seminar or, or a talk or kind of doing a community event or whatever, I, uh, I always like to um, tell people to kind of imagine like, you know, if you woke up and actually acknowledged every single thing that lined up perfectly for you to end up in your bed, you know, to end up with that hot cup of coffee in the morning, to end up with those clothes that you're wearing. Like if you actually considered every little thing that had to line up just perfectly for you to get that and for you to, you know, sit and that and enjoy that moment of just rest and meditation, like everything that lined up for you to be in this moment in this space and experiencing you know, whatever you're experiencing, joy, mourning, grief, happiness, like everything that's led up to that kind of reflecting on what you said earlier, everything that's happened for a reason to get you to the point in your life of where you are. He took a moment and reflected on that and just really sat and thought, wow, like there is so much good in my life. There's so much that's constantly lining up for me. My, my challenge to my audience is always, if you actually sat and even considered writing five of those things down, you know, my promise is that the rest of your day is going to look differently because you started it with realizing that there's so much good. There's so much, even if life is really hard, right? Like even if you're going through something that's monumental, maybe for you, a big life change, a big shift, you know, maybe you just got a new job or, have a baby or you're graduating from college you know or you just lost a loved one whatever it is Mm -hmm. if you sit and you reflect like wow I woke up this morning I I'm breathing I'm alive I'm here that's I'm in this moment right now this moment I don't know what the next moment is and I can't do anything about the moments that's passed but right now I have this, I have this second in space right now. And that is something to be grateful for because that is a privilege that's denied to so many, you know? And yes. that's just, that's, that's really been my constant. It, it's trying to realize and people realize that you may have nothing else in the world. <laughs> you may have no money, you know, maybe you have, you have no home, no car, whatever, but you have right now. And even then, when everything else seems to be fading away, that is something to be immensely grateful for. And uh, when you choose to see it, your life and your perspective will look entirely different. So it's powerful. Gratitude is powerful. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Caroline, thank you so very much for taking a few minutes of your time. 
to speak no, with me yes. on this interview. Thank I'm you. so glad to introduce you out here on Anchor. People, whoever is listening, yes, thank you. <laughs> go go and see Caroline at Grateful and Company. I she doesn't have anything on her station yet out here. But Not she, yet, <laughs> but she will. She will. And you are so well spoken. I love it. I can't wait to hear what you come up with. But at the same time, life is busy. Don't let yourself feel pressured into podcasting too much either because there's so much (laughs) out there to do that um, I'm so happy you're on the platform because then we can have another conversation like this too out here and um, we can interact over there obviously on Instagram and all that stuff as well yes now where can people find you Caroline besides you're on anchor grateful and company you're on Instagram and where I am on Insta, I'm on Facebook at, um, if you just search, you can search Grateful and Co, or you can search Grateful and Company, I'll pop up. Um, I'm also online, so I have my store, right? The apparel and the cards. Yes. Can go, um, which is cool, right? Because that's how, that's how our mission works. When people buy Vessels of Gratitude, then we can give money and improve these mental health resources, um, which is super exciting. But our website is gratefulandcompany.com. So unique. I know. I mean, really, who could have come up with that? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you're in, so I'm in Houston. So if you're, if you're listening and you're in the Houston area, listen up, we're having, Grateful and Company is having um, two or actually three big events this summer. And I'd love to shake your hand and meet you and give you some thank you cards. If you're in town, you can go to our Facebook page and uh, get connected and stay up to date on what's going on. But if you're in the area on May 19th, shoot me a message on Facebook and I'll send you an invitation. We're doing a really awesome growing gratitude event um, at a really beautiful neighborhood neighborhood out here in Houston. And I'd love for you all to come just shoot me an email or shoot me a direct message and I'll send you all the information for it and it's totally going to be a blast fantastic (laughs) fantastic now Caroline when we conclude this call right now I'm going to publish it on my station strong body strong soul on anchor I'm also going to broadcast it out onto my podcast that's on iTunes and Google Play and a bunch of different platforms but because I initiated the call, it's only on my station, but I think that you could go into my station and share it onto your Ooh. other platforms. Well, then like, I definitely will for I, sure. I think that might work. I think you could, I think you could share it. Is that possible? I don't know. Let's talk we'll figure uh, out it of out. this, <laughs> but I think, I think that might work because that might be good for you too. Um, but anyway, Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline, so very much. Thank you for everything you do. And thank you uh, so much, Maria. Yeah. I appreciate you inviting me on your, your podcast and, and talking to me here on Anchor and introducing me to the platform. It's been wonderful. And I look forward to talking again for sure. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great, right, great bye. weekend. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, listeners, for sticking around for that interview. I hope you enjoyed it. And Caroline is amazing. Go check her out here on Anchor or on Instagram or out there in the world. You can find her and other organizations like hers. And I am so happy to support Caroline and Grateful and Company on this 
supportive Saturday, as we call it. And I want to get let you guys know that this week on my show here, Strong Body, Strong Soul, I am going to be focusing on some serious stuff. I'm going to be focusing on fear, trauma, how those traumatic experiences in our life help shape who we are. So I'll be sharing some some stuff later in the week. That will be my theme this week is beautiful trauma. So thanks for joining me. I am Maria. Enjoy your weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Feel free, of course, to message in anytime or find me out there on other social media platforms. I'm here for you. Remember to pay attention to what really matters despite any distractions in life like that little dog. (laughs) Because I'm not perfect. Oh, yes I am. And so are you. You are perfect.